Hello, and welcome to The Funny Thing About Yoga, where we talk all things yoga and maybe make you laugh a little bit. I'm Gianna Gambino. And I'm Bradshaw Wish. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Funny Thing About Yoga. It's me, your lovely, talented, beautiful, famous host, Gianna Gambino, and I'll be joined by the less good-looking, less humorous co-host, Bradshaw, in just a moment, and today we have a very special guest, Stephanie Acosta. So before I get into our interview, a little bit of housekeeping, I just want to remind you all to rate, review, and subscribe. We got a ton of new reviews in the last few weeks. It makes us so, so happy, but it also brings us up a little bit higher on that search bar thing in the Apple uh, podcast search. Yeah, I don't know any of the technical terms and it doesn't matter. Just kind of do it. And yeah, also we have our sub stack. I know Bradshaw calls it sub stack, but it is our exclusive podcast newsletter. You can sign up to receive behind the scenes information, little snippets of what's going on between Bradshaw and myself. And I also started a little funny thing film club. So I've watched the first movie that is part of our film club. You'll have to join to find out and we will talk about it. I will write about it. And it's a really fun way where we could connect. So go to our website and you will see the link under the podcast section. That's kayayogaschool.com slash podcast. And because I'm talking about it while you're on that page, if you want to be part of the podcast, go submit your funny stories or questions there. We record those episodes monthly, the bonus episodes where we engage with you. Okay. I feel like I really just took care of a lot of business. So thank you for listening. Now, here's the good stuff. Today, we're talking with Stephanie Acosta. She is from New York through and through, and we have like so many different layers of connection that we never even knew. I found her on Instagram through a recommendation through a friend and Uh, And then I quickly realized how many other contacts we had in common. And I just, I know the places where she teaches. I love the content that she posts. She's really doing her best to build a platform to support Latinx yoga teachers and break stigmas in the health and wellness industry. Without further ado, let's bring on Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. You could, are you there? <laughs> I just put you on the I'm like, spot. did she leave? Did she leave? <laughs> no, we're just saying hi. You can, you can talk whenever you feel like talking. Oh, I was like, I don't know if I can say something or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, remember the early Zoom days when we were like, ra- trying to figure out how to raise your hand? That's what I just oh had a flashback of. Oh my I God. Can, I don't Zoom miss days. that. I don't, about- I don't miss Zoom. I don't miss Zoom. I teach one Zoom one once a week and I, I'm still like. Yeah. Did you did you teach the uh entire time, or like how long did you like how long did you do the Zoom thing for? For the Zoom, um, the very first week, and I'm somebody I hate Mm. being on camera, Mm. and I had my phone, Mm -hmm. my iPad, and another device, and it was, and I had my 
five-year-old at the time at the house. Oh my so God. she became famous on Zoom. People were coming yeah. to Zoom for her specifically. Oh, that's so uh, sweet. That is sweet. <laughs> yeah, we don't miss the Zoom days, but um, we we had some pre- recording chatter we keep it super super casual and it's funny just for our audience listening before we recorded I'm like we have so many different New York connections and I know that we'll have a ton to talk about but for those that do not know you can you give a little bit of an introduction of who you are how long you've been teaching and how you got into yoga yeah, sure. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, my name is Stephanie Acosta. Uh, people uh, know me as Steph. Uh, I say Acosta just because it's how I say it, but it's Acosta, Stephanie Acosta. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the founder of Yogis Unidos. Uh, we're a Latinx-based yoga community. Uh, we kind of got our start during the height of the pandemic. Um, we, we just We've just kind of grown globally a little bit. I've, I know mm-hmm. teachers from all over the world. Um, who have taught for us during the height of the pandemic. We've kind of got it started all over again. So now we have some classes coming up this week. Um, I've been teaching since 2016. Um, and ironically, I, I used to be a social worker before okay. I became a yoga teacher. And the reason why I started yoga was because I was bringing my work home with me so much. Mm. Um, so I was like, being a social worker in New York is just a, a different, a different kind of like just there's so much going on. And mm. I would just come home being so upset, not at just the job itself, but just how it was affecting families and how I couldn't help mm. people who really needed the help. So someone recommended me a hot yoga class. And mm. from that very first class, she was she was a Dominican woman and she, she's been a part of my life even till now. Um, I had the stigma of just like, yoga is not for people like me. I grew up mm. in the Bronx. Um, I kind of had to like the thing of like yoga is for white people. So like, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not going to do yoga. Like yoga isn't for me. It wasn't accessible to me. And then when I found, found this teacher, I was like hooked. I, I kept mm-hmm. coming back and kept coming back and she kept asking me to come back. Cause I think she knew I was a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, just being one of the only Latinas in class and probably one of the people who pre- presented with a bigger body. And I was just like, okay, is this for me? Mm-hmm. Is it not for me? But she kept pushing me and she's really one of the reasons why I became a yoga teacher. That's, That's awesome. amazing. And this she, is the person that you're still, you said you're still, con- still in contact with. Yeah. She actually, the studio that she was teaching at, she owns now. Good oh, for wow. her. Fantastic. Do you want to mention her name or her studio? Yeah. Her first name is Dion. Dion. Um, and the studio used to be called Bikram Yoga Bronx. And mm. I believe I have to look up the name, but I haven't been there in a while, but I'll definitely shoot you over the name, but she, she's phenomenal. She has a, a, a whole bunch of teachers that are out there that are doing the work too. That's okay. great. Fantastic. That's amazing. It's so important. And we're going to get into this because I think your mission is to increase representation, but also to do, to kind of reduce the stigma in the wellness industry. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, and it's so representation is obviously so important. And in a place like New York, where I feel like it's more diverse and mixed than I'm originally from New York for those that don't know that. Um, I feel like New Yorkers always say that. And it's kind of annoying to say that. Yeah, I, I'm, I like, said a bunch. I'm like, I live in Jersey, but I'm from New York. Like, yeah. I'm like, Oh God, I just felt myself being annoying. I think I would do that. it too. I think I would do it too. And I'm not even from New York. I'm, I'm from Rhode like- Island and I'm just like, I'm from Chicago. I don't tell people I'm from Rhode Island. 
no, I'm that's just not cool. Like being like, I'm from New York City growing up. That's fucking cool. I'm from the Bronx, New York City growing up. That's cool. I'm from Rhode Island. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you're still you're still East Coast. But what I was gonna say, and we've talked about this a little bit, you know, being in Chicago now, where I honestly, and it's problematic. Chicago's a little bit segregated. A like little the, bit. Okay. Yeah. A, a lot of it segregated. And so it is different, like from going from New York to Chicago and, um, like my, all of my reference points are really outdated. So I can't even like, what is it like now in your typical, mm. like midtown studio? Is it? I feel like there's such a mixture of people, honestly, like, um, my earlier class to study at seven and eight, I had, I love that there, but I, I tend to attract, um, I, I do get Latinx people in my classes, mm-hmm. which I really love, mm-hmm. but I tend to play a lot of Bad Bunny, a lot yeah. of hip hop. Um, so it was it was definitely a little bit more diverse than than when I first started teaching mm-hmm. yoga. Um, I'm starting to notice people who look like me, mm-hmm. um, who come back, and I think that because they feel seen, because they like, I think they mm-hmm. feel because they can see themselves in me, and I feel like um, that's how I felt with with Dion when I first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like, okay, we can do this. And, and it's just a good time for me. It's a conversation with people. Like, I'm like, listen, there's nothing set in stone. I'm like, if you fall out of it, guess what? It's yoga. We can just, mm-hmm. we'll do it again. And, and it's fine. Yeah. So this was primarily the inspiration behind your, uh, I'm going to like butcher the Spanish. No, I'm no. like, please don't make me say it. Yogi <laughs> Unidos. Is that yeah, right? yeah, Yogi's Unidos. So okay. this, this kind of started up, I was like up at like three in the morning mm-hmm. and I was just looking up online. I was like, are there any resources for mm-hmm. people like me in my community? Mm-hmm. And to my shock, there was none. And mm-hmm. right away, I was like, the pay- like the wheels are turning in my head. I, started, I grabbed my book and I was writing stuff down. I hit up my four friends who are very close to me. I've met in all walks of life. One, mm-hmm. my best friend who I met as a student, she was my student, uh, another student of mine, but we became friends because she became a yoga teacher. Um, and another friend who's also a teacher where I was like, listen, there's nothing for us, but can mm-hmm. we create something mm-hmm. to fill the void? They're like, Steph, we're in it. And when I tell you, I love these girls so much because like they're down for whatever. Like if you want to, yeah. you want to go build something, you want to go do something. I'm, I'm so down for it. And mm-hmm. I created the Instagram. I was like, nobody's going to take this Instagram thing for me. I'm like, if anybody takes it away from That's me, I'm smart. Gonna Mm-hmm. I created the Instagram and then we just kind of built from there. Um, we were building a bunch, like we had an event before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um, we were supposed to have another one. Um, and that was it. Like the pandemic hit and it kind of like slowed us down. We had like 20 something people at this first event at like just a little small venue. Mm-hmm. And I could only imagine what we could have done. Of had course. The pandemic. Yeah. 20 yeah. people at a first event for a small business is a lot in my opinion. Yes. For a yeah, yoga I was, class. I was super shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's primarily online. It's an online community platform. Yeah. It's, it's taken a couple of shifts, um, over the last like two years, it was an online kind of platform. Now we're using our platform as like, uh, we're building, we're trying to build a directory of Latinx teachers from all over the world. Mm. Cause what's happening, what we've been noticing is that people are reaching out to us, asking us if they have, if we have teachers. Mm. So like over, over the last two weeks, we've, We've been able to give, or not not even give, we've been able to like present opportunities for about mm-hmm. 10 different teachers. Um, That's great. With paying gigs, $125 and up. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm, I'm here for it. Like, I'm like, pay us our worth. Uh, yes. I'm, not, I'm not here to get paid $20 per class. Like, we're, yeah. we're going to get paid. Get it, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. We talked, well, we've talked about a, a lot um, on the podcast about getting what you're paid, you know, getting, getting what you're worth. It's just a huge thing. And to have someone like you who's established mm-hmm. as like a jumping off point and someone who's going to vouch for them and stand up for them is huge. Yeah. Because they also will, they're going to learn that right off the back right off the bat, excuse me, that they have, they have so much self-worth. I think that Mm -hmm. so much is like, so you need sometimes someone to tell you sometimes like, no bitch, like you need to charge more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like period, period. like all the time, like Gianna and I talk about this all the time and we've talked, we've just spent a lot of time talking about like wages and worth. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that often you need someone in your corner telling you you're not crazy. You deserve more. Absolutely. And especially being able well, in your position, being able to support other members of the Latinx community Mm. in doing so is super important. And I think, and then we could get into, I don't, I don't know how, um, (laughs) like how deep we want to go, but even as a woman or a Latinx woman, like then it just becomes way more layered. Um, and it's just, it's super important that you're doing this. And I would love for you just for anyone listening, if you can share where they can find you, if they want to be part of the directory, can you just let them know where to find? Yeah, absolutely. Right now, um, Mm. on Instagram, super simple, Stephanie Acosta yoga. Um, my email is the very same, just at Gmail. So Stephanie Acosta, uh, yoga at gmail.com. Um, and we're, fixing up our website for YU, so Yoga Zunita, so we'll have that launched again, um, hopefully by the end of the week, because we've had some, again, we're, we've been shifting, yeah. um, with, like, our, our mission is still the very same, uh, but we want to make sure that we're, we're highlighting the teachers that are, that are subbing, we're highlighting the people that are looking for teachers, so that mm-hmm. everybody feels represented, everybody feels seen, um, but right now, yeah, and then Yogi Zunidos also has an Instagram account, so you'll find us at Yogi Zunidos um, on Instagram, and definitely reach out. We're here. We have about four people who reached out to us yesterday looking for teachers, so, and it's mm-hmm. online stuff, and it's in-person stuff in New York, um, and stuff, stuff on the West Coast, so it's just not on the mm-hmm. East Coast that we do stuff. Yeah, do that's stuff amazing. That must make you feel so good. Doesn't that make you feel I, good? I do, I do, because I, I feel like, I don't know if, I don't know. Let me get your opinion on this. I feel like people like to, especially if you've been, uh, you're a seasoned teacher. I feel like seasoned teachers have to gatekeep things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not here to gatekeep. I'm not here to like mm-hmm. have it off for me. Mm-hmm. If I know people, if I can't do something, then like, of course, if I have a team of people or a community of people, I'm going to want those people to get the opportunity. Exactly. Absolutely. And also it gets, to, I don't know, this is my experience. Like when I first mm-hmm. started teaching, I was like, um, you know, teaching this class at the park and that class and this and this. And now I'm like, I don't want to do those things because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So and that's another <laughs> part where I'm like, oh, you like I know someone who really wants to work. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So no, I just don't. I just oh, don't want to do it. So I'm just like, here you go. Like, I don't care if it's one hundred and fifty dollars. I want my Sunday off and I want to go to right. brunch. Oh, listen, I oh. <laughs> I felt that I felt that in my soul right now. My Sundays are sacred. Like no, me right? too. Me too. No, I have Sundays we're... and Mondays off, and it's a rarity. As Gianna knows, that I one will talk business and two will teach. Right. If, if, for me, I'm like it depends. I'm like I'll take my Sundays off, but I'm like if you you've given me like a. I'm like if you're giving me a price point of like three and up, I'm like we may have mm. to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. But um, no, Stephanie pre-pandemic, Stephanie post-pandemic are two very mm. different people. I, 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 yeah. 
Oh, I would love to, I would just love to hear you talk about that. Cause you kind of mentioned that at the beginning of class, I was like, oh my God, stop. Cause we could totally beginning talk of class. about that on the <laughs> beginning of class, <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, not class. Just no, like, Steph- I would love to hear your, your insight into Stephanie before Stephanie after as a yoga teacher Ooh. and what changed. Oh my goodness. I, okay. So Stephanie pre-pandemic was all about the growth. I somebody who was kind of programmed to like glorify it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes, it stems from like, you know, where I taught before at, like, it was just like this thing where like, the more you work, the more you got recognized. But like, if you're not giving me more pay, then what's the point, you know? And mm-hmm. I was somebody who was teaching close to 30 classes a week, yeah. close to 30 classes a week. That is and insane. insane. And I, for me, it was, I'm a single mom. So for mm. me, it's like, I got to push, I got to do it. And I'm like, nobody else is going to do it. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, and when people you work for kind of know this and they, they can kind of use it against you a little bit and kind of yeah. be like, well hey, well, hey, I know you need money. Cause you know, you're a mom and you're a single mom and it's kind of like, oh shit. Okay. Like then mm-hmm. I got to do this, but it's kind Stephanie, of exploitive. Um, yes. yes. Big time. Um, okay. Stephanie now <laughs> I teach my, my main shifts at, um, at Y7 and where I teach at, um, I teach two shifts and then I also, uh, I'm a studio lead. So like I become one of the leaders of the community. So I kind of like, you know, kind of audit classes and stuff. So two shifts there, another shift somewhere else. Um, and that's it for me, honestly. Uh, like if I teach more than seven, six classes, seven classes a week, I'm going to, I'm going to paint. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah. like people who knew me pre-pandemic kind of had this expectation that I was going to do the same thing. And I was like, no, I think the pandemic showed me and taught me how to slow down. hundred yeah. percent. And I can't, I, I really can't relate more. I mean, Gianna knows I was on that grind. I've been teaching for almost a decade and I was on that grind hard for eight years, seven years, hard, like 20, 25 classes a week, workshops, like the whole fucking shebang. And I was yeah. exhausted. I was like, there was mm-hmm. like, I got to the point where I'm like, why am I even doing this anymore? Like, right. I'm just going to quit. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. Like I cannot live my life like this. And then the pandemic happened and it was, you know, a, for all of us, I think a blessing and a curse, but mm-hmm. the blessing was, you know, it definitely did teach us to slow down. And so when I went back, I still teach about 14 classes a week, but the way in which I have my schedule set up is way more, uh, I'm more mindful. I'm like, okay, I'm going to teach these classes in a row. I'm right. not going downtown and then back down. And then oh back. no, we're I'm not doing that. Hard you know, and I did, and I did that for so long. Mm-hmm. So I've made it so like, you know, I had some uh, places that I work at. They were like, we really want you to come back. I'm like, if you come back, these are the two places. These are two locations I'm working at. These Period. are the times that I want to work at. I bring in the people. I do the job well. This is what I want. Right. And they gave it to me. And so, All like, right. I, you know, so now I have like two and a half days off and it's changed my life. I mean, it, it made it made it's made it. So I uh, that's not to say I don't get tired sometimes, but mm-hmm. I have a way more uh, my work life balance is so much better. I have time to work out. I have time to eat well. I have time to drink a lot of water and sleep and all those things I was not doing. No, I, I'm with you. I feel like I lost so much time with being with my daughter. And mm. when during during quarantine, I felt like I got to know my daughter a little bit better. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm reestablishing this whole different relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm a, and I re, like, not that I, maybe I did realize I'm like, I, re, I started to realize I'm like, okay, being this being the, the one I'm the one parent, the one parent that has to bring in the income. Mm. I'm like, but at what cost? Yes. And I'm like, I'm losing all this time with my daughter. And I'm like, I don't like, I'm like, I felt like maybe I didn't really know her as well. And mm. we kind of like 
you you see her now and she's like my mom's my best friend and like yeah. me we're take, we're going on a staycation this week and i'm like i took off for everything i'm like we're going to the city mm-hmm. we're gonna stay at a hotel we're gonna you know have like this little spa day like nice. so everything cute. everything for my daughter like i do everything for my daughter but i make sure i'm making sure that like i do spend the time because mm-hmm. she's gonna remember this and mm-hmm. she remembered a little bit of it she's like i remember when you used to go to work a lot I'm like yeah. <laughs> is there anything <laughs> that <laughs> is there anything that they're they're a lot smarter than you think that's why i'm like mm-hmm. i can't have one I, agree. I can't have one around Ooh, girl i cannot have one around no 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 no, not for me they will call you out real quick a hundred percent i know um <laughs> but what was i going to say do you find that obviously your daughter is your num- number one but do you have any time for yourself do you have any time to like yeah focus that's on the- you sleeping and resting and restoring that's a big thing for me. I've made time. Now I feel like I have more time to practice. Like I lost myself practice. Mm. Yeah, even, yeah. yeah. Even coming back like post pandemic was kind of like, cause it was very like the waters were murky. It was like, you know, we were doing like social mm-hmm. distancing and like, yeah, it was a lot, but I, I really do make sure that I prioritize myself, whether it's like reading a book um, right now, like, and I don't talk about it often, but like I've, I, I've even kind of gone back to like my faith. And that's why mm-hmm. Sundays are kind of really sacred to me. And I get to go with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a not like a hard no. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, if this is before or this is during, I'm not doing it. Because I mm-hmm. want to go to take this hour and a half for me to, like, I feel great after I, I, I come out of church. And, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like, it's not for everybody. But for right now, this is for me. And I feel like yeah. um, this is where I'm at in my life and, and taking care of me and my mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. making sure that I'm like a good mom in the sense of like being there for my daughter and being mm-hmm. being a very present parent. I don't think that I was a very present parent mm-hmm. uh, post-pandemic, pre-pandemic because I was just focused on like the work, the work, the work, the work, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. And not only, do, yeah. oh, I was just like, not only do you take time for yourself and time with your daughter, that's gonna, all, that all translates into everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have more energy for your students. You have mm-hmm. more space, your your sequencing is better. Your mindfulness is better. Your breath yeah, is better. Yeah, the way you show all up of... to teach your classes oh, is better. Yeah, it's all exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, so. I, I, my classes will definitely suffer if I feel like, if I'm like, like mentally in it, I already know it. everything's going to throw me off. And totally. when I feel like that, I'm like, no, like you don't want me teaching today. You literally yeah. don't want me. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want me teaching. It's, Unfortunately, it's, it's I find myself life. teaching on those days. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a, like a logistical question because, you know, we've all done this in, in, in different ways. We've slowed down and rearranged our schedules post pandemic, but what logistically I am curious about is like, I know the reason for teaching those 30 plus classes or 25 plus classes, cause they're all like lower paying. So you need right. to like afford a certain lifestyle. So it's like, Oh, I need to teach X number of classes to pay my rent or pay, you know, to, you know, take care of my child or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And now like businesses also suffered during the pandemic. So, how, right. so like, how do you come back? And this is not necessarily for you to answer. Like, how do you come back working like a third or teaching a third of the amount, but still meeting where you need to meet to like support the lifestyle. And, and I'm kind of asking this as open-ended because I'm still figuring that out. It's like, how do I, how do I downsize to do the same? Because it's not like magically I went from, you know, let's just say 
$50 a class to a hundred dollars a class. So now I can work 50% of the load I used to. Right. Um, I think I'm still figuring it out too. I feel like for me, I think post pandemic, I've been focusing more on like my brand. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think I was very shy coming out as a, as a yoga teacher. I I really, I was kind of like, I didn't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. I was teaching in studios and I didn't think that I can teach anywhere else, but like now I teach at studios. I see, I teach in luxury buildings. I do corporate yoga. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've learned to put myself out there a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, social media has been a really big help. Like, I don't know how the hell I became a creative, but that's how it happened. Um, and I've been able to monetize my, the stuff that I put online. I've been able to monetize, um, just my personality. And for me right now, it's just, I don't know, again, still figuring it out, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still staying afloat. I don't know how I'm doing it, but I definitely am. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sometimes means- you're like, whenever that happens, yeah. I'm like, stop questioning it. Just keep on moving, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when things are going well, you're like, how am I doing this? Like, just I, I also feel like because I don't know, I feel like I like to give so much um, yeah. that I feel like all that comes back to me 10 times fold. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. energy exchange of some sort. Mm-hmm. It is, it is really interesting though, this like shift that we've all done and what you're saying is true for so many teachers, like in a way the pandemic has showed yoga teachers more than ever that you really are your own boss. Like, like you can do things outside of just like the studio setting. And I I think that was a really big lesson for me. Like we wouldn't have probably formed Kaya had we not, you know, had pandemic. Well, also Gianna, you were obsessed with me. (laughs) <laughs> I, was, I was not obsessed with you. Uh, we've, we've told this story on the podcast before, but Bradshaw and I became really close March, 2020 in a 300 hour training where he literally set his mat up like mat to mat with me. And he would watch me practice and comment on it the whole time. Like the obnoxious neighbor that he was. Uh, like your flexibility is good, but you want to see my back bends. Yeah. And so that was during, uh, Jason Crandall's training. And in that training, we met Kwame Sams, who will be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. And it's funny because this is a full circle moment. So we met Kwame through our training with Jason. Kwame wound up, Kwame's, you'll hear on his podcast, is very, very good at integrating the subtle body and chakras into his teaching. And so we had him come into Kaya to lecture on subtle body stuff. And I was looking at other people who can like help expand our offerings online. And for those of you listening, this is how we got introduced to Stephanie's Instagram. So I just, <laughs> I, just I love like, Kwame. I love Kwame. I haven't seen Kwame in so long. When he hears this, I love you, Kwame. I hope they see you so soon. Yeah. So yeah, they, he- they go way back from like teaching together in New York, which is pretty cool too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a small, I, the yoga world, the world is, is so small. small. And so even before chatting uh, or recording our chat today, I discovered that we also know um, a few other teachers from different mm-hmm. studios and the people that, you know, are all talented, good, smart people who I respect as, you know, teachers and humans. And so hearing your name over and over is like, we got to get you on it. Cause you, um, the, can you describe the, like your role with Y7 and being a lead and, yeah. and what you do there? I've had teachers at Y7 where I'll 
take a bunch of classes, just making sure that teachers are like teaching the rubric and just making sure teachers feel supported. I feel like I love being a mentor. I have mentees that like come to my classes. They take, they, they'll contact me, email, text messaging, like, hey, like check this, you can out. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, I'll take class, see how it goes. And then I'm like, mm, maybe let's tweak it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I love, I love that part of my job where I'm able to just like connect with teachers. Um, and I don't by any means think that I'm like a master at anything or like a, I'm perfect at everything, but I like, I love what I do. Um, and I learned from, I learned from my mentees too. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that was a creative sequence. I'm like, we're, I, yeah. I didn't know you can do that. So like the younger, I feel like the younger generation gets really, they get really wild with the sequence. I'm like, mm, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm going to stick to a high lunge. You know, like we're going to. Literally. <laughs> Gianna, I, I, I won't speak for Gianna, but as I love to, I like to speak for her, but um, I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. What are you going to say? I was like that we and our, you know, we are a big fans of like when newer teachers start just, just like simplicity, simple, simplicity, we, simplicity, just like, simplicity. Yeah. Like stick I'm just like, you're making this so really much well more first. difficult than you need to like, yeah. like keep it really simple at, at like, if you want it to be like all like a quote unquote creative, it's like then five to 10% of the class can be like that. And then right. everything else should be yeah. very straightforward. Right. And especially when you first start, because you don't even know what you're doing. And then you make it like, you're like, you're making this harder for yourself. Right. Yeah. I feel, I'm like, this one girl, she she was doing like an archer's pose. I was like, I, I don't know what that is. I'm like, I need you just to do a reverse warrior. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. She might teach at Lifetime because <laughs> Lifetime. She I, might. She, she because might. they're big fans of Sky Archer. Wait, what is, is that, G? Sky archers literally reverse triangle, except you kind of like hold your wrist. Mm -hmm. You hold your your wrist and then also, so both arms are overhead, you're holding one wrist and like usually you lift your front toe. And I'm like, okay, uh, just a weird reverse triangle, like whatever. It's it's cute. It's cute. Like I'm just like, I'm I'm just going to keep my hand right there <laughs> <laughs> and i would i'm like the jaded teacher where i'm like i'm just not doing that <laughs> no the other day i was like in a little doom scroll hole on instagram and do you guys ever see those like steal my flow videos on instagram i you do. do okay what are so- they and yeah, I, don't see, I, knew, and I don't steal them. I, I don't, don't steal. steal them. <laughs> <laughs> I never steal those clothes. But some are they bad? Okay, well, some content creators will like they'll they'll label it. They'll put the text on it, steal my flow, and they'll show you their flow. And the other day I was watching one and it was like 30 poses on one side. Yeah, and no, I was we're not doing that. I was literally like, who is remembering this and actually doing it? But it had like thousands of <laughs> likes and comments of like, wow, you're so creative. And I'm like, but what is actually happening here? Like, who is remembering this? I would mess up everything. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going into your chin dancer. Like, yeah. Bradsha, not- <laughs> <laughs> Bradsha, actually, I have like such a okay. Chin I, like, stand. There are things as yoga teachers that are pet peeves, and they're completely irrational. And I know I shouldn't have them, and it just has to do with me, not the student. But when I see people do chin stands and stuff, I'm like, why do you have to do that? Yeah, right. he hates it I, so bad. I, I, it bothers me so, and it shouldn't, and it shouldn't bother me so much. And I'm just like, but it does. Is that your least favorite yoga pose, chin stand? I can do a chin stand. No, but I'm just saying, like to visually look at, it's your least favorite one. Mm. 
Mm, least favorite. <laughs> What's your least favorite? Yeah, chair. Cause... When people do chair, when people when people are like tucking their tailbone a lot in chair, you know that really that that's, that bothers you. Mm -hmm. What's what's your <laughs> what's your? Yoga I'm thing? thinking about it now that you mentioned that. I feel like people <laughs> who do handstands when we're supposed to be relaxing. I'm like, yeah. Where, yeah. Where are you? No, you know what? People who slam their toes um, into a chaturanga. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like sometimes you're like, whoa, girl, you almost went through the floor. Straight arms, straight arms into that jump. No, you're gonna break your whole arm. <laughs> I saw uh, her. She jumped into Chaturanga with straight arms. I was like, how are you still alive? How are your arms still intact? Because <laughs> yeah. What about you, so G? My least favorite, well, my least favorite pose to do is definitely chin stand. It does not feel good in my low back. But like neither what does it doesn't even look comfortable at all. Like, no. It's it's like not yeah I don't like it all it's not in my shoulder heads not in my low back I'm just gonna call it I'm gonna call it what it is and what? this may be controversial it's like the quintessential 24 year old white girl core power thing to do period like, it's just like, <laughs> I'm so sorry but it is you know what I don't mean like she's me probably either. been practicing for 18 months and she can do a chin stand and she did gymnastics when she was in college and she is just into the chin stand yeah it's just it's just basic but if I you think, are doing chin stands out there and you're listening keep listening we still love you right <laughs> this is yeah this is done with like humor I, from a yoga teacher's perspective like not my embodied experience i always love it's like it's like a like a it brings me joy even though i think it's really silly the people who reach up for Urdhva Hastasana upward salute, but they have to like bend their knees and like, and like oh, really so reach it. for the stars. It's like, and we have a student, we, we have a student, we, her name is Marlene and she knows, we know we, we, she knows she does it. <laughs> she knows that we're obsessed with name? it. No, because we tell her she went on it our yoga retreat and I was like, laugh. Marlene, you are committed to that upward to, salute. I'm like, yeah, that it, bitch it's is, like a, he's it's lifting like a, through her like arms. A quick bend knee and a full body jerk upward. Oh. But it's, you know, she's Marlene's not the only one who does Marlene, it. And she goes, she goes, I love to do it that way. And I go, keep doing it, baby. <laughs> keep doing it. Love live it. your life. Live your literally live your. That's why when I when I do start to like, I said this on the podcast before. What when I start to feel a little jaded or like start to feel like a little like eye roll, I'm just like, you know what? At least you're here. Live your life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's all good. I we could literally just like, kind of. I'm gonna just call it shit talk. Shit, shit talk. Yeah, yeah, the poses, not, not the people, but the poses. But I want to get back to, you know, one of the things that drew me to you is, is of course what you're doing. I love your memes. Your memes like crack. Are, do you even call them memes? But like your I social media, they, I don't know what they are. They're your they're, reels. Like yeah, you have like a follow, great. I'm gonna follow you right now on my personal. Great, great that. sense of humor. Your Barbie ones were like really. Even though I haven't seen Barbie yet, don't oh, yell at me. Oh man, we're gonna see it again this weekend, which is we have to. Is it that like? I guess I have to see it because it is supposedly like this. Will shit. you wait for me? Let's go see it together. Yeah. Will you pay I for me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm. I'm like hardly working, but I got you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes. Um, I, no, I've he, heard it's so good. Obviously, you you have you know your. You're established in the New York world. We uh -huh. have a bunch of connections. Your memes are hilarious, but on your profile, you just have put out like breaking stigmas in the industry. And so I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit because I do think it's so important. I think it's something Bradshaw you do as well, being, you know, a queer tatted humorous <laughs> little 
yoga stud. That- um, yes, I am queer. Don't tell anyone. Secret <laughs> <laughs> safe with me. Yeah, exactly. And I, I- am boring AF. No, so. no, <laughs> no, it's it, you know. which I don't need a pity party. I mean, no, no, I, love like, to- like, I feel bad for her. Don't feel bad. Oh, like- oh. <laughs> no. No, I, I don't, I, I feel, I really feel as, you know, um, I don't know how old you are, Stephanie. I'm 34. I'm not old, but I'm definitely teaching to sometimes a younger people that are a decade younger than me. Right. And so I really, which I love because I do, I personally do feel a, a little bit of a change. Like no one fucking like when I started teaching, maybe like, you know, it's like, oh, you're queer. But now it's like, who's not queer? Like, it's just not, it's, like, it's they don't, they're like, why are you making this a thing? Which yeah. I, I love to see. I think it's a beautiful thing. But it's thing different. You didn't seeing. have that experience. No, 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 no. Not when I first started teaching. No, but um I do feel that way now. I feel like the the younger generation that's starting to practice yoga, I want to say younger, I mean like, you know, Gen X, like 20, right. 23, mm-hmm. 20, 25 or whatever, um, that like those things are like so not an issue, which is I think a really wonderful brush bre- breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that too. I'm, um, I'm older, I'm 41. Uh-huh. Um, so we, I definitely do get a lot of younger people, but I definitely... I'm, I get people my age too, and even older mm-hmm. um, that resonate with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love when someone's like, "Yeah, I've been I've been doing yoga since I was like 20." I'm like, "You're 25. <laughs> <laughs> You're 25." Okay. You literally <laughs> were born yesterday. Like, you literally. just got here. <laughs> you got here. No, I, I think it's fun. I, I like to. Um, I know I always say in class, I'm like, I'm not funny in real life, but I'm funny as a teacher. Um, cause we just, we just have a good time. Um, I love yeah. to play, like, I love all the current music, all the throwbacks. I'll be like, yo, let me show you my age. And I'll like throw like a 50 cent song. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> early yeah, especially they're, they're like, that's retro. And I'm like, well, is it? <laughs> well, especially at, um, Y7 where the music is like a big part of the class. Yeah. Both, both Bradshaw and I were scouted by Y7 when Ooh. We were when they were in Chicago for a hot minute. Uh-huh. Um, I you didn't even go on the auditions. You were like, they're not paying me to audition, so you didn't even go. But I, I, <laughs> I was, went. Bu- I was busy. At the, I was very busy at the time. I went because at the time I was like, yeah, let me just say yes to everything. Um, and it was like a full weekend of my life. It was a lot. And then the feedback that I got, and actually, I was supposed to start like training to work there, but it was the end of February, right? 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and we, so I missed the last few days of the like training of whatever training they do, because we had gone to San Francisco, as Uh, I mentioned. And then when I came back, we were locked down. And so I never actually wound up working there, but I was going to work there or at least I was under the impression that maybe Uh I would work there because I was in the auditions and the training and never got denied but one thing they said to me that they wanted me to work on was like my musicality and I was like I can't do the lights the music the teaching like yeah. all of like I don't know how like my you're a DJ. brain you're a DJ you're a, yeah. yeah my brain is just like like one track mind like I want to teach a really solid class right. and I was like oh my god like how do how do Y7 teachers do all the other things I think I would actually be really bad at it I no, think I, I'd be great at it. 
I feel like the more you do it, just like anything in life, the better yeah, you it get. Just get better. Yeah. I, I'm somebody who I struggled in the beginning. Like they liked how I taught um, in the audition, but I struggled in the yeah. beginning. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I have to do everything. The heat, yeah. the lights, the mm. uh, music. I have the whole space for me and for everybody. I'm like, mm. I don't know. But yeah. And then it's like yeah. a very, um, you know, structured sequence. It's a little bit different yeah. the way than the, the way I just, so like, you want different. me to like learn this and then this and this, and I was overwhelmed. So I'm kind of like, cu- I'm curious how that would have ever been, but I have a pretty, like, this is the tone of my voice. Like I don't, mm-hmm. Bradshaw makes fun of me all the time. Can you do the impression of me to like, actually, I don't make fun of her. I, but I yeah, do, do the impression she's, of me she's really also quick. my, like one of my best friends. So I can do it. She'll, she'll be like, she'll be like, I'm really upset. I got into a fight with my mom and <laughs> it was really bad and I cried, but I kind of feel a little better now. And I'm like, do like, are you there? Cause I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, am I going to do a fight? Like I'm right. you know, like, I don't operate in like, ex- no, there's no, ex- she can, she's, been mad at me. she's like, I'm really mad at you. I'm like, you actually look very calm. So <laughs> I don't understand how she's like, this is the most upset I've been with you. I'm like, are you sure? Because you yeah. look like you're about to fall asleep. It's probably a trauma response or I don't like a moment, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I like, I feel like you have to be like, do you have like a, yeah, but you also stamina. like ta- you taught at load you taught at fucking lifetime jen it was the same thing when i auditioned they're like they're like you're a performer i was like i didn't know no, i but- well my feedback they loved feedback it was always like play louder music dude i'm like but it was a really great class <laughs> right yeah. i don't know anyway it's um i respect that you're able to wear all of those hats because i know how hard that is yeah it's a bunch i feel like um i don't know uh, I'm naturally kind of hyped in the way I teach. So when they scouted me, um, they were like, no, you, you seem like a really good fit for Y7. I'm like, am I? And then I <laughs> class, I'm like, oh, okay, I get this now. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because the person who did our like demo class uh-huh. was not an emotive person. And I was like, I I was like, but I kind of can see myself in her. Right. But, but you're telling me to be like, a cheerleader you're laughing at me don't I just wish I was there I wish it had been I could have been a little gay fly on the wall because I would have loved it but also they were like not telling us how much they were gonna pay and it was like four days uh, whatever you would have never actually done it yeah yeah but um I do think it's a pretty cool job and I'm like when we're in New York, Bradshaw, we have to go. We'll go. We'll Please go. Come when are we? Oh my gosh. I, I will are... definitely have you both in my class. I, I would love to have we you. We would love it. Yeah, I... we would love it. I miss New York so much. I love New York, but whenever I go there, ooh, girl, I get in trouble. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I can only do three days there because if not, I will not be coming home. That's me. Ooh. That's me in LA. Me in LA, I'm like, oh, I got to go home because. Yeah, I... like literally. <laughs> I'm saying. I like I we go to Brooklyn. I have some friends in obviously in Brooklyn and the gays there. It's a different level. Mm-hmm. Why? It's like, no, because like, and you, Gianna, you know that I go I just want to know why. Yeah. But like Chicago like gays when, are crazy to me. You know, you know that like uh, that meme of Gaga where it's like club, another club, next club. No. Sleep. Yeah. It's like that times 10. But that's what I think. You and no one eats Chicago. there. Everyone just drinks. No one eats. I'm like, can we please go to dinner? You sound like my friend. <laughs> you out. sound like my friend from LA. His name is Daniel, and he says every time he comes to New York, he loses his wallet because he left it at a bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you gotta walk. You gotta walk to the next day, and you have to pick up your your wallet. Yeah. Like, 
Hi guys, yeah. I'm here again. Yeah, I'm here back again. No, but I, I mean, I, I, New York always has a special place in my heart. I love going to visit. Do you, do you like living outside of the city and then working in the city or yeah. would you prefer to be in the city or are you just like happy with the way? I, I like it. Like, kind of like party, party in New York, come back home to sleep. I feel like yeah. it works, yeah. works well for me. Um, Jersey, I just, I've worked in Jersey. Um, I've taught at studio. There's, they just don't pay well. Yeah, of course. Oh, really? Of course. Yeah. What's the, what like is the that, commute? The commute is like an hour and a half. At okay. most. Oh wow. Yeah. But so do you just you hop need... on the train? Yeah. Okay. And you need to then make sure you're getting. I always like to at least make sure I'm getting paid for my time commuting. I'm like that rate for that one hour class better be, you know, and or stack your classes. Like it's, yeah, it's no, we pay, get pay we, for... our our classes are stacked, so we have like either two oh, classes so per nice. shift. Yeah, yeah. Or like um, that we used to do three classes per shift, but I ain't doing three classes no more. Uh -huh. I'm not yeah. about. I'm not about that life no more, but you're people are more than welcome to take that shift. So you're not going and like teaching one class and going back home and then going back. Okay. You're yeah, like, uh, once you're in the city, you're in the city. I'm, yeah. I'm in the city. I'm staying there until I teach everything. Yeah, of course. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. And I'm imagining that you can like, since you work at high races and stuff, do you have like access to like gyms and pools and like go to places yeah. to chill? That's like yeah, one well, well, huge Y7 has like martyrs with different, um, different uh, yeah. gyms. Like we have one with SoulCycle. We have mm -hmm. one with um orange theory there's a bunch of like tone house like we a lot of incentives so i feel yeah. like you can you know, work out for free yeah basically crazy i'm not because i'm not paying all that money no yeah. it's insane it's insane. no 30 40 dollars like what is it like 30 or 40 dollars for a so cycle class i'm like are you giving me lunch too no no <laughs> but i can't imagine how high the rent is in new york so i'm like yeah it's gotta be so my parents used to have a business in um, the garment district and they're, they, so they used to like, whatever, collect rent and stuff. I remember back in the day, their storefronts would be like 10 grand and I'm talking for one month of like retail. So these days it's gotta be like, like 30. 30. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't even imagine what the storefront rent would be in New York. Anyway, we're like, no, I'm I, no, we're, we're, we're the wheels are turning. The wheels are turning. I'm yeah, like, oh, I'm even thinking about it. Yeah, everything on here, nothing's cheap. Let's just put it like that. Even, uh, yeah, of course, nothing yeah. is cheap. But living in the city, I, I wish I could, but I definitely like there's no way. Like, I would just, ha I would have money to just pay my rent, and that's it. Yeah, and I always think about like, I feel really disconnected from New York since I left. I'm like, I it's like like don't have roots there anymore. Like my family's all left. Uh -huh. And, but sometimes I'm like, when I think about like, where is home? Like it's still New York to me. And I'm like, but would I ever like move home? And, yeah. and I'm like, I don't think I could survive. And like talking about all of this with you and then like, you know, having our wheel spin and like, how much is the rent? How much is this? I'm like, I don't know how people like, so I have so much respect for yoga teachers in who New can York do it there because it is a hustle. A lot of, a lot of teachers from what I, from what I know, they have like roommates. That's a thing now. Everybody has yeah, a, yeah, a yeah. roommate. I can't no I can't. roommates, baby. Absolutely not. There is no roommates up in here. When I, <laughs> a, when I have a man coming up here, there's not going to be another man in another room unless he was invited by me. Period. So, yeah. Okay. It's my dog and my cat and me laying in bed. I don't need. I don't need anyone. I'm so dead. Oh Absolutely not. Mm -mm. No roommates. When someone says, when, when someone says yeah. I have a roommate, I go, Are you okay? No. Well, that's that's normal in a lot of places. Yeah. New York, and also, San Francisco. Like oh, that's it's how it is in San Francisco. They like people rent out like <laughs> full Victorians, expensive. and it's like eight units, <laughs> eight roommates. I'm like, I don't want to live with no, one oh, person, no. let alone no. eight. 
Absolutely not. Absolutely I no, not. I, no I can barely live with yet. myself. Right. I can barely live with myself. Right. I'm like, also, I'm one for, yeah, no, no, no. One no. of the reasons I really can't move to New York is like, I'm a Chicago eight. I'm a New York four. So <laughs> you're shut up. I, First of all, who says you're Chicago literally eight? whenever oh, up, bitch. No, whenever, whenever I kidding. go to New York city, I'm just like, where did all these hot people come from? They're not in the Midwest. I think there it's just because there's just so many people. There's yeah. so many people. So I'm just like, wow, there's some, look at Gianna's dog. How insane is that? I can't let my daughter see that because my, mommy, didn't you say we're getting a dog? No. She's actually no. really annoying though. She's like, pick me okay. up, put me down, pick me up, put me down. So she, That's for right. those of you at home, she's like a three pound Yorkie with no teeth and a tongue that's always out. She's 11 uh, years old. She's 11 yeah. years old. Oh, she's oldies. Oh. Yeah. Look at her. She, yeah, Gianna, does, the tongue really destroys me. Do you know she like, she is a showstopper because everywhere I go, people want to talk to me about her. And I'm like, literally, <laughs> I want to talk to you about her. It's the cutest thing ever. I know. It's like, I like Gianna. I like her dog. I like her dog. I love animals, but I sometimes will take the dog just to get attention. I'm like, oh, let me yeah. When we're together, cause... he's like, give me your dog. And then he was like, waits for people to look at her. And then he randomly sparks up conversation. It's like, you could not be more obvious. I mean, you never know what kind of husband you're going to find. So exactly. Exactly. Then I'll be like, Gianna, I lied. I lied to that man and told him that, that the dog is mine and we're going on a date next week. So I need to borrow the dog. <laughs> And then, and then all yeah. of a sudden you're in a web of lies. Exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So I feel like we have jumped around topics, but it's been like really fun and casual. And I love that. I want to talk about something funny that's happened for you and your experience with teaching or okay. as a student, and you don't have to say it right away. Cause I know, I don't, I know I'm putting you on the spot. Mm -hmm. We can share some of our funny things about yoga first, if you'd like. Yeah, let's do that. Cause I have, okay. I'm, I'm kind of like pinpoint something that I really want to share. I got okay. one. Gianna, got one? Should right. I share, should I share the class fast review? Yes. <laughs> it upset you. This is real because Bradshaw was actually upset. I was upset, but then I got over it. But well, can um, I make, can I make a comment really quick about class pass? Yes, yeah. please. There, respectfully they're assholes oh they're they, the worst they, they are, are the worst the worst i'm sorry class fasting but y'all are yeah, yeah they're literally the worst because they just like literally yeah. behind a keyboard they take one right. class and they're like this is what i think and i'm like shut the fuck up so <laughs> i i usually i usually don't care because i'm like you are trash like no one cares Here, yeah like i'm just well that's what i tell myself they're not, i don't know them personally but that's what i just tell them like whoever wrote this, whatever <laughs> That's how I do well, it. Well, I was really pissed because I've been very adamant about not having phones and people on their iWatches in my class. Right. I'm just like, this is absurd. You do not have anyone, anyone, anyone's consent to be videotaping yourself during this class with 50 people behind you. Right. Why are you doing this? Why are you checking your texts every two seconds? Like, just give it a second. So I've been, I said that for a couple of weeks in my class. And then after at the end of class, they were in Shavasana and I think I was changing the song or maybe I had sent someone a text message, but it was during Shavasana. They were literally laying there and the girl on class pass was like, he made a big fuss about people not being on their phones and he was texting during Shavasana. <laughs> Oh no. I was like, I'll have bitch call me out. And then Gianna goes, Gianna goes, but were you? And I go, probably. <laughs> probably. 
I mean, here's the thing, and I don't even. But it's like, also like I'm not. The, I, I'm not the one laying in shit out of whatever, whatever. No, it's, people are it's, just so there. There is a difference because when you're actually practicing, you're 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 doing the practice. When you're teaching, you're not doing the practice. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't think teachers should be on their phone, but it is so hard. Gianna, tell me we, the truth. Have you ever texted me during class? One hundred percent, because <laughs> because we have to use like control the music from our phones. So right. sometimes, like when I'm controlling the music from my phone if I see a text pop up and you're in shavasana I might respond to it I'm like I'm not it's not shavasana for me but I also get that like okay I can put my phone away too it's just really hard I wish let's go back to the cd days putting putting those cds in there well when I take class now I I leave my phone outside of the room because I know I will be tempted to be to that's why I don't have an iWatch I'm already so addicted to my cell phone and I will admit that like I'm so addicted that the last thing I need while I'm in my when I'm in a yoga class is to to be near tech more technology I just like I'm like oh my god please like I like I need I need an hour Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I have a funny story about my dog since we just spoke about her and virtual yoga that I just remembered. So during, um, around Thanksgiving time of 2020, we had been in lockdown for so long that uh-huh. around this time I was getting stir crazy living alone. So I decided to drive 13 hours to Connecticut to where my sister lives now. Cause she left Manhattan during pandemic and she got herself some space in Connecticut. And I wanted to go see her new house and all that, whatever her house was empty and they were moving boxes everywhere. My dog's three pounds and her house was like, let's I'll be real. It's huge. She's got a really big house. And so I was doing a zoom class in an empty room above her garage. And I'm like, you guys, while you're moving things, just make sure Rosie doesn't get out of the house. Uh-huh. And so I'm doing my, my zoom and I, they've, there's these big windows in front of me, but everyone's looking at the profile of my body on, on the zoom screen. And I just see my three pound dog running down her driveway, like towards (laughs) the street. And now I'm like, oh my God, this is like Connecticut woods on a hill. It's like 5 PM. And she was like a good, I don't like quarter of a mile away from me. And so I was like, take a long child's pose. I put everyone in a long child's pose and I ran, I ran like down the hill, scooped my dog, had to like run back up. (laughs) I actually could not breathe. And I pretended that that was normal. (laughs) Just like continued the class and I had my dog with me, but oh, it was chaos. And I just, I'll never forget the panic. I felt just seeing her like inches from the street. Yeah. Yeah, I don't miss, terrifying. I do not miss those days. And you called Zoom, no, blessing and a blessing and a curse to me. Obviously the pandemic was tragic. I, you know, I, I lost my aunt to COVID and a lot of people have had suffered great losses, great losses but like, yeah. it's really, really hard for me still to like, look back with, with like, where's the blessing. I'm still looking for the blessings. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, well, I just put that on a downer. Leave it to me. Leave it to me to make it cryptic. Um, okay, do you have do you have a funny yeah, story? Yeah, you made me think about my Zoom days, and I'm like, I've had so many moments, and I'm like, I can't. There's certain things that I don't want to say because I'm like, I know they're gonna listen, and I'm like, oh wow, what a bitch! You're gonna mention that about me, but um, <laughs> this was during this was during um, during Zoom, and I had mentioned to the class, I was like, hey, I'm probably gonna get a delivery. Um, 
I might have to step away, but I'm like, it won't be for long. Um, and then my brother had called me. He was like, oh, I'm just going to send it with somebody else. So he, sent, he was going to send whatever he was going to send it to me. It was something like groceries or something because I wasn't really going outside. And I don't know what clothes we were in. We were definitely ready to go back into like a restorative kind of portion. And I told Chloe, my daughter's name is Chloe. And I'm like, the door knock. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, go open the door. I'm like, because I was right there. I can see from like the, where I was at. Open the door, just get, give me the bag and bring it to me. She brings me the bag and then has a big ba- uh, bottle of wine. Puts the <laughs> wine in front of the, the thing. She's like, here, mommy, here's your juice. Here's- <laughs> I was like, I mean, we're not, we're not going over, so I'm going to need my juice. She goes, mommy's juice. She goes in the camera. She's like, that's mommy's juice. <laughs> oh, my God. Like there were portions where they would flow on their own and she would go on the camera and she would just start shaking herself. Like I put her like a dome and she would shake, but like she was a character for me. Like she saving grace for me in yoga because sometimes it was just so much pressure. And I'm like, oh my God, mm. am I doing it right? And then yeah. like, fuck it. I'm like, this is what you're gonna get. A hundred percent. Yeah, I think yeah. that 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 is such a good lesson in life and also uh, just a that is a blessing i think from covid because we there was no time to perfect your online yeah. presence yeah. there was no yeah. so it's like you just do it it's like you're like I, people were literally teaching in like san francisco in their kitchen with like this much space do you because remember? that's all they could fucking do you remember do. instagram do you remember instagram when like all the fucking lives are on yeah Every, everybody's on a fucking live i was like oh this is stressful everybody's yeah. fucking people. Donation-based yoga. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it was wild. But you know, it's kind of, as you were saying this, I'm like, this is all of the teachers who were teaching during right. that time, we like had to quick and adapt. And it was almost like being a beginner again. And it's mm-hmm. such a parallel to new teachers now. And I think Bradshaw and I get a lot of new teachers always like asking us for advice or like mentoring and whatever. And I think that's what you both just said. Just like, like, like kind of fuck it. This is what you get. Or like, this is me. Like even like show it, not, not to say that you can't improve in any way, but just to like release the pressure Mm -hmm. to just like show up as yourself from the beginning and to just like teach what you know and not question it and not, not make it overly complicated and just like kind of just do the damn thing, so to speak. I think still like that's one of the best pieces of advice I'd give to newer teachers mm-hmm. now with or without zoom. Like, yeah, you know, same. It's still, I, I, I'm always yeah. like, fake it till you make it like mm-hmm. 100% fake it till you make it. Like some, some, some students aren't even going to know you made a mistake. You're going to know you made a mistake, but like, mm-hmm. they don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. And no. I have, oh, sorry. I know I was going to no, say, you. I have like a little bit of perfectionism. <laughs> A little bit. I knew you were going to call me out. I knew you were going to call me out on that. (laughs) I just don't like lies. Okay. I'm, 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 I suffer from I literally suffer from perfectionism. Like I will deeply suffer. No, I will feel, I will like make myself immobile with like, you know, paralysis until I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm ready. And I, I think this has a lot to do with again, like when I first started yoga, I didn't feel like I fit into the scene either. Like I was, I was much heavier than I am now. I was, I struggled through a lot of different things in the very beginning, but even though like I've 
I've, I am where I am and I've changed so much. I think I have like the, still a mentality of like, do I know it? Am I, am I spiritual enough? Do I read enough of philosophy or text? Do I know enough Sanskrit? Like whatever it is, like I can invent more things that I don't know. Like the bar will always be a little bit out of my reach. And I think, which is, which is funny because I mean, Gianna knows the most, and I'm not just saying this as a joke, this is true. The most about history, the most about yoga as like, as a whole than anyone that I know. But I do that to try to like, you know, fulfill or like to like reach that thing. Be like, I have the like opposite. Feel like I belong. I'm you. I'm, you, I'm, you bad job. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm just like, bitch. Be happy that I'm alive. I have depression, right. OCD, and, and you be happy that I showed so. up to a 7 a.m. class to teach you. Like literally, like you <laughs> should have. That's a blessing. That's like samadhi in itself. Okay. <laughs> Oh God. Well, I think this offers two very <laughs> relatable perspectives. Well, that's what I, I know. We just need you and me in the middle. That's going to be the best teacher. <laughs> no, but I know people who are exactly like both you and Stephanie. And then I've heard people who are, tell me they're like, oh God, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I don't no, know. No, but I that's who, I, who you are, who I used to be. And sometimes I can still tap into that because, um, I don't know. Like I felt like that in the very beginning when I taught people, you know, people, there, there are things that I'm just never going to be. I'm, there's never going to be any fluff that comes out of me. Like mm-hmm. in the sense of like how I speak, I'm never going to tell you to like knit the course up of your rib cage and like, no, suck your belly in, pull your belly in. Like we're, this is how, how I speak. Yeah. And it, and I think for a long time, I struggled with that. I'm like, I wanted to speak like those teachers and yeah, have like that kind of conversation, but I'm, that's not me. It's not authentic to me. Yeah. And when I realized that, like, that I needed to just be me and I'm, I'm going to attract the people who like me for me rather than me, me because people know when you're bullshitting. I know yeah. when someone's bullshitting. I'm like, when someone plays a song in class, I'm like, you know, you don't fucking listen to that. You know, yeah. damn well. I'm like, you are, you are Swifty. Like, again, no shade. <laughs> you definitely, you definitely don't, don't, don't give me a, a bad bunny vibe. So, did you yeah. see, did you see that meme that it was like, it was like uh, going to the Eras tour and going to the Renaissance tour? Yeah. Yeah. And the outfits and how they were different. Oh, it's so true. It was people true. are like, I went to Teller Swift three nights and I'm like, are you mentally ill? Right. <laughs> okay, you went to Beyonce I would ne- two I, I went to Beyonce. Beyond going. Okay, I'm not going to get into this with you, but going Ooh. to someone like Beyonce, who's an actual talent. I'm not saying Taylor's not a talent, but a. I mean, Beyonce is. You sound leaps a lot like Kanye and, right now. <laughs> no, Beyonce is leaps and bounds in well, terms of entertainer. Kanye thought when he took oh, yeah. the mic from well, Taylor. In terms of okay, entertainer. Listen. Okay, I'm but not here's the thing. I'm not quality. saying Taylor Swift is horrible. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not going to spend $400 for her for her to scream trouble in my ear. And here's my opinion. I can't spend $400 on any musician, let alone two nights in a row. I don't understand doing. Let me just tell you, it was an actual true spiritual experience. I cried. I screamed at the top of my lungs and I saw Blue Ivy, who's actually God reincarnated. Okay, Uh Okay, you're the second day she came out. I'm sorry. Okay, you you know when you scream, it doesn't go into the yeah. Okay, Stephanie, we have to go. It was a blast. We absolutely love you. So, (laughs) as a reminder, follow Stephanie online. Can you say your Instagram one more time? Your yeah, it's at Stephanie Acosta Yoga, um, and my um, organization at Yogis Unidos on Instagram. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. We could literally talk to you forever. So I know, and, same here. Oh my goodness, thank you for having time. me. Of course, you're always welcome. And tell your daughter that we also drink juice and <laughs> we will talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>
It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. It's not unusual to have fun. I don't know the rest of the words. It's not a, what is it? Uh, it's not a, I don't know. 